Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast and become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation and check out recent shows featuring guests sharing stories about growing up in a haunted house that was possessed by an evil presence, a nightmarish encounter with a UFO in the dead of night, and the financial horror stories from those who won the lottery and lived to regret it. Head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to hear these programs and many more truly thought-provoking shows from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you, Rosemary Ellen Guiley with us. Rosemary, you talk about that we should remember the dead at Christmas, and of course we should remember the dead whenever we can. But why do you uh, single out Christmas? How come? It's a personal emphasis of mine. We don't have anything official, really, but uh, I, I believe that it's important to keep our ancestral dead close to us. And in our culture, uh, we don't have as many ways or customs for doing that as in some other cultures. And Christmas provides a time for us to, to remember the dead. We can uh, have decorations on a tree for them in their name. Um, if we have a personal space in our home for an altar, we can add some evergreen boughs to it with a photograph, uh, do some uh, prayers, and give thanks for uh, what we shared with someone who has passed on. Uh, Christmas is a time of uh, remembrance and, and gift-giving, and we can give in the name of someone who has passed on as well as a way of keeping their legacy and their memory alive. So uh, I think it's important uh, to give a special place for our loved ones who've passed on at a time when we're having celebrations and looking forward to the new year uh, and also remembering the year that we've had. Let's talk about miracles for a second, Rosemary. And in your opinion, what really creates the miracle? What, what, what puts it in that category? Well, a miracle is uh, something that has uh, technically has no natural explanation. Uh, and in our, our Western tradition, a miracle is a sign from God. It's part of God's provenance uh, and uh, the covenant that we have uh, with God, that God looks over us and demonstrates occasionally miracles as um, a, a way of reminding us of that. And in the Eastern view, miracles are part of the natural order, that uh, when you align yourself in the right way with uh, the cosmic forces of harmony and balance and unconditional love, then miraculous things can happen. And we can certainly say that about the, the, uh, the Western outlook as well. Um, miracles can change the course of someone's life, uh, they can be an unexpected event that alters things significantly. They can be a sudden um, infusion of awareness or knowing uh, that someone has about something they must do in their lives. Um, it, they can be a, a burst of inspiration or illumination that also changes life in a very dramatic way. So miracles come in all sizes. There are little miracles for people, big miracles. A lot of it's one's perspective. But the more we're open to that, that the universe can reorganize itself in dramatic ways for an individual uh, as well as for the collective, then we place ourselves uh, 
in, in a play, uh, we place ourselves in a situation where we can be open to a dramatic reorganizing of the forces of life. Why does it seem that prayer works? Well, prayer does work, uh, most definitely. I agree. And I've done a couple of books on the power of prayer. Uh, prayer is uh, a, a uniting of our consciousness with something transcendent. And when we pray, we're usually asking for help or guidance or comfort uh, from uh, a divine force that we perceive greater than we uh, and which has the capability of, of helping us reorganize things on the earthly plane. So it opens us up to potential, and I think that's one of the important things of prayer. It certainly uh, links us to our ideas of the Godhead and all the qualities that we associate with the Godhead. So we're lifting ourselves up to a much higher level of consciousness, and it's the opening to potentiality that um, is so important because many times when we pray, we're asking for something to happen, something that we uh, need in our lives, a shift. And uh, prayer enables us to to be in the flow of that potential and even to be part of our own solution. I think that's important as well. It probably is. Let's go back to that story where that person was in the bar and she sees this guy sitting at the bar uh, with a glass of beer that he's not touching. Uh, this is a, a case of myster- an angel being a mysterious stranger. And this young woman was... Um, probably at a point in her life where she needed a turnaround, and she really knew it in her heart. And uh, so there she is in in a bar, uh, kind of uh, continuing her problem, because she was having a problem with alcohol and drugs. And uh, when she goes up to the bar to buy a round of drinks, she notices this man sitting there. And uh, what's unusual about him, George, is that he's a black man, and she's in a bar with Uh, where everybody else is white. So he really stands out. He's going to be noticed. And it's like he's suddenly there. Uh, Now, while she's waiting for her drinks, he starts talking to her in a very kind, gentle way. And he knows her name. He knows about her life, her history, uh, what's happened to her. And uh, she enters into this conversation with him where he tells her she doesn't have to follow this path. She's better than that. She can do more for herself. She has so much more potential. And it really draws her in. Well, she goes back to the table with her friends to tell them about this amazing conversation she had. Um, she <laughs> forgets to take the drinks with her. Uh, and she turns around to point to him at the bar, and suddenly he's not there. There is no man sitting there. There's only a glass of beer. And her friends are saying, what man? We didn't see any man sitting at the bar. Nobody came in. Uh, She believed, but she was so struck by the conversation that she had with him. It lit a spark in her. She was ready for change. And she believes that she had an angelic intervention to help her light the fire from that spark because she turned her life around after that. She uh, got free of alcohol and drugs. She uh, started pursuing a higher education so she could uh, get a better job. Um, And at the time she told this story to me, she was uh, married and living a very happy life, and she credits an angel with being her turnaround. Is there a distinction between something like that, which was obviously some kind of angelic intervention, 
and a spirit or a ghost, good ghost, that would show up and do the same thing? Because I've had stories where um, some guy called me years ago uh, on my local station when I was the Nighthawk, and he was telling me about how he was contemplating killing himself. And he said, George, I'm okay now, but I want to tell you the story. And I decided I wanted to do myself in, uh, in a peaceful, serene place. So he got in his car and just drove for about an hour, and he spotted a little tiny pond on the side of the highway. Ducks are hitting it and flying out of it. And he said, that's where I wanted to kill myself. So he went there, pulled over, walked up. There was a bench there. He sat down. He had his gun in his pocket, and he said this old farmer comes down and sits right next to him and won't stop talking. And he talked to me for an hour, but I got to tell you, George, after I was done talking to this guy, I felt great. I felt good about myself. I decided I'm going to go back to where I lived, get a new job, get a new relationship. Those were two big stumbling points in my life. I don't think you should kill yourself over that. But he was depressed. But he came back and he had a he changed everything and he loved it. He said about a year later he decided to go back to that area and thank the old farmer. Didn't get his last name, but he figured there's got to be a little barber shop here. He's probably you know one of a hundred guys that come in. So he goes to the barber and he said, "Excuse me, sir, but I wonder if you could help me. I'm looking for a guy." And he described him, and the guy said, hold on, you're, you're, you want to go to the top of the hill, there's a White House there, uh, talk to his daughter, she's in there. He said, uh, George, the way the barber had told me that, I kind of figured something had happened, uh, and, but you know, I went to the house, I knocked on the door, a young lady came, and I said, excuse me, but I just, you know, a year ago, your, your father, I believe, saved my life. And I wanted to thank him. And she said, well, slow down. You're the fifth person to come up to me over the years. Dad died 15 years ago. I mean, and when I heard that story, it just gave me goosebumps. The question is, he wasn't an angel, but what was he? Well, it, uh, there are some different explanations that might um, apply here. And one is that people can be angel-like in their, their ministrations to others, but we have here someone who's passed on. Uh, so could an angel, this would be my take on it, could an angel be taking the form of this man? Uh, and uh, maybe even there's a collaboration on the other side there uh, involving this as, as a way mm -hmm. of approaching people at a time of need. When the mysterious stranger shows up, it can it can be any form. I've had cases where they've been children, even where, where the mysterious stranger has been an animal that's uh, come to the rescue. But were they children who died, animals that passed on, or are they angels that take the shape and form? I believe that angels take on whatever form is appropriate for the individual. And you have to consider that, uh, you know, if you, you're in a crisis situation and uh, some brilliant pillar of light comes screaming down from the heavens, uh, that's going to be more upsetting to you than being approached by something you're more familiar with. 
Uh, now, I've not heard of a story of a dead, per- you know, a, a dead person being a, a mysterious stranger rescuer before. It's it's well, that's a, a, it was a great story. Twist on the theme. It is a great story, but it does underscore uh, that angels can take whatever form is necessary to get the job done, uh, and. In cases where people go back and they try and say thank you, like this uh, fellow did, then uh, one of the shockers is finding out that the person he thought was living uh, has passed on. And that also has a lesson for people, because that hammers home divine intervention in a very powerful way. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.